Welcome to the Runners Podcast, episode 54. Rob Jones. Welcome. How are you, Tom? Very good. 54 shows, mate. 54 shows. We didn't the celebrate the one year, did we, of 52? <laughs> no, we completely forgot. And uh, we actually said that we'd stop and take a break after 12. We said 12 shows as a season, and then we got to 24. We just kept going. We never stopped. So we've, we've kind of rolled season two on a bit. Yeah, I think we need to sack off season two now and just... Just keep going. Just, just keep going, I think. Maybe we'll have a Christmas break. Maybe, Okay. This week, though, I've got a fantastic guest that I have organised. <laughs> no chance, mate. No chance. But we do have a guest. Steph, hello. Hi. You're back on the show. Second time. I know. I think we're well, our first repeat guest. I think you're our first repeat guest. Oh, look at that. Actually requested as well. Back by popular demand. Unbelievable. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm glad I've both got you here. Here we go, another segue. Perfect. Just going to start reading a meeting agenda or something. <laughs> yeah. Project DXB kicks off this weekend. Oh, it does. Perfect, perfect you guys segue, well done. Are the coaches this year? We are. Correct. How are you feeling? Is excited? Have you met the guys yet? What's, how's things looking? I yeah. have met... You go, Steph. Go. Well, I can't speak. I've met two of them. Actually, one in Waitrose, who was so excited to tell me that he signed up and paid. He came and told me, and I I didn't recognise him because he had a hat on and a mask on. (laughs) So, yes. And uh, another, I keep getting frantic emails of excitement from another successful applicant. So, I'm super excited. It's going to be brilliant. Nice. And yeah, I'm super excited as well. I know a couple of the ladies who are going to be joining us from Ladies Running Club. And then I met a couple of others just in and around the gym. Um, So yeah, I know a couple, but not all of them. No one's run up to you in Waitrose as well then? No, I've had no Waitrose spottings actually. Uh, Rob Jones is dropping that he shops at Waitrose, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I was buying like a piece of ginger for two dirhams ninety. I was like, ah, oh, I'm not, I'm not buying the bag. Twenty five fills for a bag. Although the good bags are top quality bags, but no, come on, waitress. So on Saturday they are coming into the gym. We're going to do our kickoff meeting, and then we're ready to run the following week, I believe. Mm. November, well, November first training kicks off, and then we all get together ready to run. For our top secret first training session, which if anyone did it last year, we'll know exactly what that session is. It's a good session to kick off with, actually. Great session to kick off. And then onwards, we, we aim in for end of January marathon. We don't know if it, it will be um, Dubai marathon yet or whether it will be a virtual marathon. But either way, there will be marathons. There'll be some 10Ks. There might be a 10K marathon. We're not sure yet. And uh, yeah, it's going to be... I'm always excited for this time of year because it's a chance to welcome 12 new runners to the uh, Inner Fight community. And it's a chance to watch three months of real structured training have a huge impact on people's lives. Mm. I always find that the, the people that come into Project DXB, their dedication and focus is always next level. Like they're really, really honed in on that goal. And so... For the majority, their training compliance is through the roof. The sessions are always really, really well run. 
well completed and it's just a really good energy from the guys it is it is agreed so steph we got you on in august i'm just looking now 12th of august to be precise oh. show 43 what have you been up to since then uh, what have I been up to? Lots of running, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously head up the ladies running club here in a fight. So doing that, um, busy with one-to-one -one clients and then just on the side doing my own running um, and racing as well because racing is back in Dubai. It so, is back. Yeah. And the reason you're on the show is because you seem to be winning quite a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, two. <laughs> but yeah. Two. Yeah. Enter two, one, two. And I think the question that we have is what is it like? Because both Rob and I haven't raced in this... Actually, Go on, have you raced? <clears throat> no, no, I haven't raced, but I was going to say we got asked this question in our question and answer show last week. And yes. it was what do we think of the new COVID guidelines for racing? And to be honest, we didn't really know because we haven't raced, but you have, so it's okay. I have. <laughs> So, Steph, we basically would like you to answer the question from last week. <laughs> We've got to get someone to answer the one question that we couldn't actually answer. Yeah, so obviously there are restrictions and guidelines that have to be adhered to, much like many things in the world we live in at the moment. Um, and, yeah, at first, my first race back, it did seem a bit weird doing all of the temperature checks and wearing the mask, the two-metre social distance, but you do like everything just kind of get used to it. So as much as now going to the supermarket, it's normal to have your temperature checked when you walk into the supermarket and walk around wearing a mask. It's, it's pretty similar with racing. So you kind of get there. Um, there's no sign up on the day for any of the events I've done. So you kind of already have your race pack number usually delivered to you or you go and pick it up before the event. So you turn up all prepared with your race number obviously do the temperature check, you're wearing your mask and everything is socially distanced all the way up to the start line. So you, um, all of the races I've done so far, they have either cones or spots on the floor where you have to stand on a specific spot. The next spot is two meters away from you. And then they kind of do like a rolling start where as opposed to everyone shoving to the front when the gun goes and like all running at once, you kind of have to walk your way through the start line until you get to the timing mat and then you start running, remove your mask as you go through the start line. So obviously it kind of works with running because everyone has their own timing chip in their number. So it doesn't matter if you start at the very beginning or if you start 10 minutes back, you're still in the same race. It's all based on your start finish time. So it works, it's just socially distanced. And um when you so obviously the, the races that I've done they've been shorter and faster they the organizers generally seed you by speed so the faster runners are at the front and the slower runners are generally at the back um, and actually they did that as well in UTMB in Chamonix they do the same sort of thing they try and put you into similar blocks so the faster guys generally are at the front and then you sort of work your way backwards is that the same or obviously you can't do that now because everyone's just starting as and when. So how does it work during the race itself? Is there lots of people in the middle? Are you overtaking? Yeah, What's it so like? That is a bit strange. So it is self-seeded. So they do say the faster runners go to the front. Um, some races have literally said, if you think you're going to win, stand at the front. 
of which no one stood at the front. Everyone stood like <laughs> two lines back because no one wanted to be that person. Um, so yeah, it, it's... <laughs> it's good for it, the, the starting gun photo, isn't it? Looks yeah, like you're winning. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it takes a bit of responsibility to like put yourself correctly where you're meant to be starting. And then I suppose the only thing is that obviously you can be racing against someone, but not physically standing next to them. So if you think in a, in a race back in 2019, you would know exactly where you were in the race, who you're racing against. Whereas that element has gone a little bit because someone, like I said, could start five minutes after you. So it's a bit different. Do you find that harder then to run and race hard because you've not got your competition next to you or breathing down your neck or just in front of you? A little bit, yeah. I think the first race I did, it was it was definitely strange because you didn't have that like competitive side of someone literally next to you or like going backwards and forwards with someone. And then after that race, I just kind of thought, you know what, this is how it is. You just have to be disciplined. You have to know your times, your splits that you're going for. And it actually forces you to run your own race a bit better, I suppose, because you have to rely on what you're doing versus getting caught up in someone else's race, which often happens with a lot of runners. I think you often see people go off too fast because they're chasing someone down, but it's not sustainable for them for the entire race. So it does make you more disciplined, I think, and just sticking to what you know you should be doing for that race. It's uh, we're very used to racing like that in in triathlon. To be honest, you go yeah. off in wave starts, and you never know where you are in the field unless you've got someone by the side of the road telling you. Telling you, yeah. Have you had someone telling you where you are? Live splits, or have you just picked a time that you need to race for and go for it? Um, I've had in the first race I did. Um, my partner Jack was also running, and when we looped back, he was counting and telling me where I was. But also, it doesn't really work because there could have been someone <laughs> still behind him, not knowing like where I actually was. So yeah, so I just go off my own time splits, my own watch, and my own pace, and just kind of hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you. I'll just go back with the start in mind of you know the rolling start what are your best ideas that you've come up with or tips for maybe some of your clients who are racing as well of how to be prepared ready for that rolling start i think just put yourself where you normally would in the field of athletes so if you know that you normally start nearer the front and that's what you're used to you can still do that you're just socially distanced um, if you prefer to start further at the back and chase people down, then do that. So do what is relatively comfortable for you. And yeah, just just relax. Don't try and sprint to the front because you're literally going to get shouted at. Um, and just, yeah, just be patient and you will cross the start line and everything is on your chip anyway. So yeah, don't freak out if it takes five minutes to cross the start line because you're still in that race. Mm. Yeah, good point. And I'm guessing there's no uh, pre-race like water bottles or anything like that out for you. Not there haven't been pre. Oh, so, yeah, there were at the half marathon at the weekend. There were some water stations pre-race, but then every race I've done does have water stations throughout the course. Um, it's just a self pickup, so they just leave the water on the side rather than someone handing it to you. It's you just grab it yourself, which also works fine because probably more likely to even pick it up than someone trying to fumble at you um 
And then at the end of the race, it's pretty much the same as how races normally finish, where you, you still get your medal. They actually now give you a fresh mask. Um, and then you still have like water stations around and stuff. It's all just self-serve. Okay. Well, when, no, uh, no, um, sorry, mate. I was going to say there's no presentation, is there? There is no presentation. So it's pretty much once you're done, you're asked to vacate because <laughs> these, there's no waiting around for other runners, which is a shame. Like the, the social side of it is not really there as much, but I still think it's a small price to pay to be able to race again. So it's, you still see people just not quite the same way. <laughs> I was going to say, do, do you think, does that detract is there still a sim similar vibe at events? Like I said, there's not really a, a big race meeting at the start where you meet all your friends and do a group warm up. There's no real social yeah. element at the end. Does that pull away from the the overall vibe? Or is it still quite? I don't know. Yeah, so like there, it, there is still energy at the races. There's still, if you think like you still have that anxiety before you run, you still have the adrenaline music is still being played and things like that so and you still see people that you normally see at races you still see your teammates your friends it's just it, you're not allowed to hug each other you know like just warm up on your own get on with it if you know your warm up you're all good and then yeah it's, there is still the energy there i'm not to hug people much anyway so i'm okay <laughs> i'm okay with that <laughs> what do you think is going to be adapted as maybe regulations get less tight and what do you think will stay um so what do we think what do i think will stay in races that's been implemented during this time? yeah like what, what do people need to get used to because some people are thinking the good old days are going to return yeah uh, i think that um i don't know i mean like who knows what's going to happen with covid but I suppose all of the hygiene measures and stuff, like they're probably going to be around for a while, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, I don't know about the, it just depends how long social distance kind of rules go on for. But I, I don't see the major problem in terms of the social distance and rolling wave starts. Um, like you said, for tri events, then that's quite normal. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, it just might take a while to go back to a normal state, but who knows? Before yeah. the race, obviously, like the races hadn't started yet. It was probably one of the, you did one of the first events that had happened in the UAE post, I suppose, post lockdown, maybe since February, March time it must have been. Were you nervous signing up yes. to a race and turning <laughs> up to an event? Uh, yeah, but not because of COVID, more just because I hadn't raced in so long. So, like, you don't. <laughs> You don't remember like what it feels like and you're not sh you're not quite sure going in because it was one of the first events you didn't really know how it was going to look how organized yeah. it was going to be like how it was going to feel um but yeah in terms of all the like covid19 and hygiene it it felt completely safe and it, mm -hmm. all of the events i have done have felt like that so yeah i was more just nervous about actually racing again <laughs> you, you weren't nervous about covid at all then really it felt quite safe at the event yeah 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 that's good. Yeah, definitely safe. I was going to ask both of you, actually, are you seeing your clients want to get back to racing or are you seeing them yeah. not, you know, being a bit scared I of think, it? Yeah, I think the majority of mine are keen. Yeah, they've all been training the past few weeks and obviously 
in summer. So I think everyone's keen to see how they've improved with the heat training we've all been doing. <laughs> yeah. I think quite a few of mine have waited to see how some of these events pan out. And now that they've seen how they run, that they do seem quite safe and people have come back with positive feedback, now they're quite tempted to sign up. And uh, yeah, so some actually just before we took this call, I've had three people send me lists of the races they want to try and complete for the rest of the year, which is really good. Yeah, yeah, I've got to say the same, actually. I've had quite a few race race plans come through in terms of planning which races they're going to do. But I think the feeling of it could be cancelled at any moment is still really, really present. You, uh, you like, kind of don't trust it's going to start till you're on the start line. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think for the first race, I definitely thought that. And then, especially because there were a few cancelled right at the beginning of the season, and it was just like, oh, is this going to be every week now that there's we're going to sign up for things and then cancel on the week of? But yeah, that again, that fear kind of goes away. You just kind of like, once you've done two or three races, you just have to assume things are going ahead and hope for the best. Yeah, it might be. It might bring about the birth of a lot of new smaller independent race event companies and make more niche small races as opposed to the massive Abu Dhabi marathons yeah you know there might be marathons where there's only two three hundred people as opposed to a thousand maybe that's the new way forward just every weekend every weekend a marathon oh geez yeah I also think it's gonna take away some of the people who are just doing it for that finish line medal and and socializing but attract more of the the runners who want to just run you know their fastest times and not worry about meeting up and having to go through some not muppet around on stage yeah. for 30 minutes before we get going you know there's group warm-ups yeah. that they do and things it'd be very interesting to watch it all play out mm. but i don't know how the big race companies like you said rob are gonna are gonna manage it i just i just don't see how they can get 2,000 people even say for an ironman event or what's London Marathon? It's like 50,000 people, isn't it? Something yeah. yeah. Into they managed to, I think I read somewhere they had something upwards of 70, 75,000 virtual runners complete the marathon this year. Yeah, it is. Maybe we'll stop seeing city marathons and it will more be marathon leagues based on different weather, different course difficulties around the world. So you might have a a course difficulty of one here in Dubai, the same as a course difficulty of one in London, and then you race it as marathon distance, and that's how you race them. Really? There's something Walking, in that. Thinking about that already, look. <laughs> thinking about that already, mate. Um, Interesting. Is there anything, Steph, that you would say that has not gone well at these events that you've noticed, picked up on, and you were just like, this is, no, this needs sorted? um without naming names there was one event (laughs) um you've only been to two (laughs) three actually three Three. um i understand the whole like no (laughs) awards and stuff no ceremony but maybe when you then deliver the awards like just send out the correct ones so (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i'm not a age group male 45 to 49 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I received. I forgot um, about that. Yeah. So just just the little admin things, but hey, whatever. It's still it's still up there on the shelf. It's fine. Oh, you <laughs> so, kept it. 
No, they didn't swap it. Oh my goodness. It got delivered and then there was no way to give it back. So I've just got it now. So someone's got mine. <laughs> Brilliant. I hope it's the guy who's, who you've got. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not that everyone's just got each other's and then it's a whole mess. So, but yeah, just a couple of admin things like that. But that was the first one. It's learning, you know, so. <laughs> I'm not sure that's to do with COVID learning, mine. No, that's just admin issues. I think I've been given the wrong trophy at a race in the past anyway, despite COVID times. <laughs> so you just took it. <laughs> I rarely take it. Just hand it back. Thank you. You know, yeah. you, do the, you do the races for the gilet though, don't you? Yes, unless you're giving me a pad of gilet before the race, <laughs> I'm not starting. <laughs> I think that answers the question, Rob. What do you reckon? I'd say so. Actually, I want to know, what is there anything then that you were anxious about signing up for a race and going into a race and then when you got to the event you're actually pleasantly surprised like oh actually this is better than i thought Mm. Uh, any pre-misconceptions perhaps that were debunked no i mean people say that like if you have to pick up a race number at the event it's a real mission and everything but it wasn't like there was one event I did and we had to get our race numbers there. Um, yeah. And I just walked up and I just knew my number, said my number and they gave me, it was literally like 10 seconds. gave me my race number. But so yeah, some people are like, Oh, if I don't already have it pinned on me before I get there, like how it's going to take me ages, I have to get there 20 minutes earlier, but no, like, yeah. It's actually way better than having to go and collect it like in yeah. the days before. Yeah, it takes far too much time. Yeah. Yeah, I actually like that. Interesting. All right. What's next? Thank you. Yeah, what's next, Steph? What are we going to go next? Um, I've got a 10K in a couple of weeks. So in November, doing another 10K. And then, yeah, I don't really know after that. Look. It's uh, customary on the podcast here to state what you're going to achieve in that 10K and then you have to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to finish it. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh. Um, I'm going to PB it. There we go. There we go. So cagey. It's because she's got the competition listening. That's why. Yeah. Steph, don't worry. Rob said he's going to do an FKT for the past three weeks in a row and he's yet to go anywhere near the building these men to start from. <laughs> I'm going to be back running soon, properly, full gas, before full you gas. even do it, mate, and I'll do Excuse it myself. Me. I actually had a meeting this week to organise a team to help with this. A piercing but team. You don't need that, mate. you just got actually got to show up and do it. <laughs> anyone would like to run with me from the Burj Al Arab <laughs> to Burj Khalifa no other way Burj Khalifa to Burj Al Arab yeah you won't set a date for it <laughs> just be in touch rjinnerfright.com and we'll sort it out I'm going to sneak out and do it before you do yeah you won't you'll probably fall off a curb and hurt your ankle <laughs> <laughs> it's going on my to-do list there we go. That's it. Short and sweet this week. I think it's a really important question, actually, because some people will be thinking and probably coming up with a load of different answers to their thought-up questions in their mind without actually knowing 
what's going on. But Steph, I think from you to sum it up, it's a little bit slower to get going. You run to your pace strategy instead of racing other people. And at the end, you go straight home without any yeah. hugs and kisses. Yeah, exactly. If you Everyone's win, you maybe, maybe get the right medal. Maybe you don't. It's a gamble. But that's, yeah. that's part we'll of find the... Find out po- a few days later. That's part of the post-race excitement. Yeah, just dragging it out. Solid. All right, that's it. We'll be back next week. Maybe with a guest. Let's see if Rob James can find anyone. It's very doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, thank Gosh. you so much. If people want yeah. to get in touch with the Ladies Run Club, is it ongoing? Can people just show up? Yep. Uh, don't just show up, no. <laughs> um, but it is, you can jump in any week. So just um, email me at uh, sh.innerfight.com and we can sort out which week you want to start. Brilliant. Rob Jones, start to run. Yeah, start to run. It's still going. Actually, one of the guys that was the original, one of the original cohort, if you like, of Start to Run. We talked about him today, Sam Browning. I'm giving him a shout out on this podcast. Got a 22 minute PB at the My Dubai City Half Marathon. Congrats, Sam. So good. That's 22. Pretty big. That's insane. Anyway, yes. So start to run again. Don't just think you can start anytime, but in effect, you can. Just drop me an email. I'll send you through some information and we can get you going if you want to start to run. Beginning or beginner runners, this is for. And when's, when's the next cohort starting, mate? We can start anytime. Anytime. Anytime, Perfect. exactly. There we go. Email Rob Jones, rjinafight.com. If you're a lady and you want to be part of a ladies' running club, you can email Steph, shinafight.com. Or if you're any gender, you can just come and run with us at our coffee run on Thursdays. Come down, meet us, say hello. No hugs, no kisses. But uh, lots of running. And some coffee afterwards. Yeah. Definitely some coffee afterwards. If you have any other questions for the show, if you have any guest suggestions or would like to be a guest, please email us endurance at innerfight.com. We're all over Instagram. You should know by now, Rob Jones Endurance and Steph.running. Is that correct? That's correct. Yep. Isn't it? And myself, Tom Walker Fitness. Or if you want to follow our main channel at 